What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined, as always, by my outstanding co-host. It's Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State Tiger legend. He played second base for them back in the day. He was all swack as Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we got the NFL Draft Analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. You can catch all his work at NBCSportsChicago.com. And the My Teams app. I tried to get you on the My Teams app earlier this week, and I couldn't find it. So you might want to work on that. But you're definitely on NBCSportsChicago.com because <laughs> I read your last article. It's Glenn, Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Gentlemen, what's, what's going on? How you guys doing? Hey. Little, little guest. I had practice today, but yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Got some, yeah. got got some good work in for the kids. Yeah, got a got a nice little workout in myself. So, <laughs> my man, my man. Hey, let's get started, man. You know, all the talk this week, obviously, um, is about what happened in the Monday night game between uh, the Bills and the Bengals. Uh, Bill safety, Demar Hamlin. I got every everyone knows. Um, had a cardiac arrest during the game, collapsed, uh, had to be resuscitated on the field and then uh, rushed to the hospital. Um, he's been in critical condition uh, since then. But today, as we as we record, got some really good news um, that it, that all those you know, neuro, neurological signs are there. Did I say that correctly? Neuro, yeah. Neurological yeah. signs neurological. are mm-hmm. are uh, are there and things are, are looking up for him with, you know, gotta gotta love that that good news there but uh man that was that was that was that was an intense watch there man uh monday night that was that was that's something i've never seen before it's one one of them one of the moments where you will not forget what you were doing yeah in that moment like i'm sitting i got my baby boy on my lap for some reason he tends to sit and watch football with me he a little thick one. So I'm like, you know what? This might be my football plan. I'm telling my boys that as we watching the game. And then that, sh- that happens. Yeah, yeah. Like, in, 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 in live play, you don't even see him fall. Like, they the tackle right. is made. Right. They come off the the play, and, and then they go to him, and it's like, okay, maybe he hit his head on the tackle. You know, you you're not you're not sure what's going on. Then they go to they go to commercial, come back. Then they go to another commercial and come back. Like, whoa, this must be more serious than we thought. And then they show the replay, and I'm like, that's that's a little different. I'm like, did he hit his head? Mm-hmm. It, it was like just now. It's like I'm trying to look and find any. Yeah. any video that can show that he hit his head like i'm like you know what i think he did hit his head like it and then you and i want to say was it like the third time they went to break and came back and that's when they mentioned cpr and i'm like whoa did are we witnessing this right now like this is insane yeah. like is a guy really about to die on national tv like it it was it was I was a bit shaken by that. Like, like for real. Like, I'm like, this is this is insane. Like, man, you know, uh, those are my thoughts from from jump when I 
when everything settled down. Right. Because initial reaction was like, like I say, I thought he might have just hit his head and, you know, might have been, you know, concussion. I mean, we saw Tua live and that, yeah, that looked yeah. worse right. than what we saw with this. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, you know, it probably got up too quick, dizzy. Right. Fell back down, you know, but when they just kept going and it was, they were constantly out there, it was like, okay, this is definitely more serious than we know. And, you know, the rest is what we know. Um, it's crazy because uh, I got to the game late and I was like, oh man, okay, finally, you know, get a chance to check this game out a little bit. Look at some of these players I'm thinking about, you know, doing stuff for the article because I can't really work on it until the game is done so I can see where these teams are going to be positioned. And these two teams is kind of, you know, where they win or lose is going to make a difference. I'm all set to watch that. I'm like, oh, somebody got hurt. Okay, let me see what the Bulls are doing. <laughs> you know, so I, I flip over to the Bulls. I'm like, this is some bullshit. Let me go back to this game and see what's going on with the Bills since they started back yet. And I cut back, I cut back to it, and I'm seeing guys just straight balling, like mm-hmm. crying. Like I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. And so the first thing I thought was, I'm like, oh snap. I was like, dude's paralyzed. He's paralyzed, can't move. I'm like, man, see it. I'm like, not that you see it all the time, but you know, yeah. I've I, in, in my we've lifetime, yeah. we've witnessed yeah. it. And, and in my lifetime, I just, I, it made me instantly reflect back on the several times that I was, I wouldn't say fortunate, but I happened to be watching the game and see it live. I remember when I was a kid, a young, young boy, and I'm watching preseason football and I'm watching the Raiders play the Patriots and I see Jack Tatum take out Daryl Steele. Uh, I'm like, wow. He, that, my was, brother, that was, that was right, the popular right. uh, story everyone brought up. And um, my brother was like, yeah, he's called the assassin. I was like, man, dude, that's a messed up nickname, but I see why. And Stingley from Chicago. So, you know, you kind of felt like, you know, like, oh, man, like, you know, one of ours, especially, and I, I you know, it may be different for some people. I, I, I'm going a little bit tangential here like I normally do. But back in the 70s as a, as a, as a young kid, young, you know, black kid in Chicago, young black kid in America, whenever you see black excellence you know you're you're pumped you're connected to it, to it. you're yeah. connected to it and because you did that wasn't something that you always saw and it definitely wasn't something that was always you know uh, highlighted and not only that but for the for the dude to be from chicago your hometown it's like oh man and to see it happen and i love receivers you know i was a kid running backs and receivers were were the, were the players that, and quarterbacks were the players i really gravitated towards as a young man and for the patriots Patriots were one of my favorite teams because of Stanley Morgan. My last name is Morgan, you know, so so I'm watching this happen. And so I feel a certain kind of, you know, synergy to some degree connected to the Patriots. And it it, it stuck in my mind, clearly, because I'm talking about it like for me, it's like it just happened in a sense or I could recall it almost vividly. So that was the first time I saw a player paralyzed as you watching the game happen. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Then Mike Utley, I'm, I remember that. It's a Sunday. I'm watching the Lions. It had to be the Lions, probably the Bears or the Lions and some team in a, in a division because games were regional back then. This is, I think the Utley thing was maybe the early 90s or late 80s. Early, I, think, I think it was a Bears game. Yeah. 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 So, so, it's, so it's regionalized. And so I'm like, I'm watching the Lions. And then that, that like the Jack Tatum to uh, um, Stingley, you can see how that happened, how he got hit. You, you, can, you can kind of gather that that seemed like something that could cause a paralysis. The Mike Utley thing was so weird because it didn't seem like he really got hit hard, you know? And it's just like, this offensive, it's like his offensive lineman. Like, what are you really doing that's going to cause you to be paralyzed? And it was, and it was horrible. You know, it's like, oh my God, you know, that's horrible to see. And then 
it was a Packers game. I'm sorry. We were, I, I remember, I remember okay. watching that. Yeah. yeah. Packers. I figured it was regional. I knew it had yeah. to be somebody in the division. Yeah. And, and then when I'm away at college and I'm sitting, I'm, I'm in the, like the little, you know, gathering room, you know, cause you get the one TV, you know, back, back in the day where everyone gathers around the one TV when you're in college, you know, you got that one in the, in the foyer or, you know, the one big TV where everyone watches it. And it was the game of the week, the SEC game of the week. And it's old Miss. I forget who they were playing. might've been Auburn or something. And then I can't remember the, the, the gentleman's name, but I'm watching him as he gets hit. And it took me instantly back to Daryl Sting. I'm like, dude, he's paralyzed. I've seen that type of hit before. So, and that's just the, 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 the injuries, you know, where a person has been paralyzed, you know, those, mm-hmm. those horrific injuries, not to mention, like you said, you know, Tua looked a lot worse. And I yeah. go back to Joe Theismann. I remember I'm watching that game. I see that happen. Mm-hmm. I'm at the, uh, Napoleon Kaufman. I remember watching that game. I, I think that was a preseason one. game. Yeah. And that was against the, that was the Raiders against the uh, 49ers. No, it, was, it was regular. It was Monday night. So it was the first Monday, Monday night game. It's probably what it was. Yeah. It's like an early Monday yeah. night game. And so I'm watching Napoleon, not Napoleon, Napoleon McCallum, excuse me. McCallum, McCallum. Napoleon yep. McCallum, who has played at Navy, and he's a running back for the Raiders. And then I see his leg. I'm like, man, so, so you know, my point is, and I know I've kind of elaborated, but the point is we've all seen a lot of these types of injuries or horrific injuries. When we look at the injury that happened to uh, uh, Hamlet, it's like, look like a regular tackle. It I mean, threw you tackle? off. It yeah, threw you, you off. off. It's like, how many times do you see this tackle? I finally saw a replay of it. I had to go to YouTube to see it because they weren't showing it again on, on, on the station, which I understand. So I'm watching. I'm like, okay. And <laughs> what happened? And that's and that's what tripped me out. I'm like, what's the hit right. that crazy that y'all don't want to show it? Right. It, wasn't it, it, a, wasn't. it wasn't a crazy hit. And, and he popped right back up. So the thing is, I watch it again in slow motion, and I'm like, did he get hit underneath the chin? And so now we, we've been so sensitized, or maybe desensitized to the fact that it can be a head injury. We're thinking mm-hmm. initially head. I'm thinking, like, yeah. man, did his brain get you know jammed up? And was it something when he popped up? Because I, I get vertigo. And I know sometimes mm-hmm. I can't pop up right away. It'll turn me. So I'm You're thinking, bad. like, yeah. was it a bad case of vertigo? This I'm like, you know, I'm trying to think what it is. And no, in my wildest dreams, I never think that it was a cardiac arrest. Cardiac arrest, yeah. But Here's the thing. Once we heard it was cardiac arrest, I'm like, it, okay, the NFL. It wasn't gonna, shocking. Well, no, it wasn't shocking, but I'm like, the NFL is going to spin this to Hank Gathers. That's the first thing I thought of, Hank Gathers. They're going to they're gonna say it's an isolated situation. It had nothing to do with playing football. It was just something that happened. But now they're like, no, something about that hit did something to his heart that caused it to be arrhythmic or to cause it to stop working altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just crazy that something like that could happen. And in the world I, see it. In the world see it on Monday night. And I know the NFL is like booties clenched, like, oh snap. We we done caught, we didn't, we didn't, we, we've been escaping CTE for so long. And, yeah. and there's a whole bunch of stuff about that that's prob- problematic. I know we want to get Man. into that as well. And this and, is- and, and they've been escaping all these other things with some of these injuries. And, you know, they're trying to take this out of the game, protect the quarterback, all that stuff. Ain't nothing you can do because it is a collision sport. It is a gladiatorial sport. And people don't like hearing that. But look, man, you can go back to Roman times and whatever times when you had games or, or competitions or contests where the brutality of it is what draws the fans. Mm-hmm. Football is the number one sport in this country. 
for a reason. Gambling is a big part of that reason, no doubt. But viewership is still high because what? Everybody likes a car accident. I mean, that's everybody. Like everyone's, everyone's mesmerized by, by a car wreck. And what do they say football is? Every collision is like hearing a car wreck out there. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's – We're not hearing it, feeling it. And that's the thing. Like like you say, the NFL, like, booty's tight. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the sec- – The second big worst time game. Right. instances in the NFL both came in prime time. Yeah. And both came in Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati's had a history, man. If you if you go back to the history right. of Cincinnati, uh, some of the most brutal things. Not that, not that, Cincinnati. not that, it's not that it's intentional. Yeah. <laughs> not that it's intentional. Not that it's Cincinnati oh, because because it's not like it's the field that's only one. Where I can say the field kind of caused the 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 Injury. issue was Tua because he hit his head on the turf. Yeah, is that the field? Or that's just inertia or gravity. Yeah, yeah, grind, grind. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But like Shazier, Shazier was that Carolina. in Cincinnati too? That was in Cincinnati. Yeah, that was Cincinnati. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. Anthony uh, Antonio Brown, the hit from Vontae. Yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah, that was that was. I, hey, look, AB ain't been the same since. Ain't been the same since. <laughs> and then you have the tour situation, and now you have this. Wow. But but but, but this one was just. It was a normal instance. And never was, to a Cincinnati bingo player, I might add. I'm just saying. <laughs> that too. But it, and it's crazy because, like you say, it the hit hit somewhere. And, and you know, we watch movies and stuff. And and once I heard, like, where he was hitting mm-hmm. uh, away, it made me think of Cobra Kai. I don't know if you all watch Cobra Kai. But when, when the sensei, the dirty sensei, taught oh. the little black kid, that one move that if he hit the guy right, uh, it will definitely take the wind out of him, but it can possibly kill him and put him in cardiac heart. arrest. Like a one-punch rule. And, and and that was the first thing came to mind. And I'm like, wow, he got caught in that position. And that's where the contact was made to put him down. Well, it, it, was, it was it was it was tough. I tough. was a man Monday. I couldn't. I don't know about you guys. I couldn't sleep Monday night. Uh, man, and, I, yeah. and I think yeah, just because I wanted to, I wanted to get the update that said that everything is okay. You know, yeah. Because um, that that him collapsing, you know, was in my head. The 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 shot of the ambulance leaving, and then you know seeing it pulling up at the hospital. It's like, oh man. Don't tell me this kid is, you know, is 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 gonna lose his life, you know, playing a playing game. a game. You know, I, I I just it just didn't it didn't but sit see, right with me. But but that's happened. I I know, but for whatever reason, it just it just it, 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 it was the, it was the fact yeah. seeing it live. It, yeah. That was the thing. It was the fact of seeing it live, and because Dominique Foxworth Foxworth spoke on that on ESPN that one. A teammate in Denver died in the locker room at halftime, and I didn't, I you know, didn't see that. yeah, he he spoke on that on uh get up that on next morning, mm-hmm. and he was saying how one of the teammates when he was in Denver died at halftime, and he was like, he was like, but of course the the world didn't see that, right? Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't as as traumatizing to the mm-hmm. world, like they they had to go and play. 
You get what I'm saying? Which is messed up, dude. It's like yeah, because only because the world seen it, you you shut down everything. You know, but 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 you but you but you don't do that for the case of a team who, and 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 Denver has it went through it twice. You had the guy dying at halftime. Then you had the one guy who got shot. Well, that's different because that happened. It was an isolate. It wasn't in team activities or nothing like that. So right, I get it, it. That doesn't affect the. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't affect the whole team. It doesn't. Saying, you don't. You don't. It's not as visceral because you're not yeah. there when it happened. And and it's not something that can possibly. You're not looking at it as it can happen to you in the game. No, right. That's, Versus that's, like like that's what this like. Now you're thinking like, what if I get hit like that in the game? Yeah, Versus yeah. you ain't getting shot on the field of play. I mean, yes, we know that. But I, like it. I, yeah. I talked. I talked to a friend of mine who, uh, uh, my one of my best friends in the world, um, and we both we both went to Mount Carmel together. And right two days after I transferred from Mount Carmel, uh, they were having their uh, their football practice, and uh, a kid collapsed uh, at the end of practice, and um, it was a heat exhaust. I don't know if you guys remember the summer '95 but it was ridiculously hot here. Like 800 people in the city died during this heat wave. Well, he collapsed during the thing was Kevin Dowling. He collapsed during uh, the end of a practice. Hey, um, they got some up. type of award named after him. Yeah. 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 Actually, the, I'm the like, I've heard at, that name. The stadium at, at, at Mount Carmel's named after uh, him now. Okay. They I'm like, I've heard that name. They oh, have okay. a scholarship in his name. Yeah. He's, you know, uh, Carmel has had some tragedies. Yeah, because they got the baseball guy too. Who is that? Uh, they have a Steve Bozinski or something like that. They have okay. a baseball like tournament thing that they awarded to his name because okay. he died or something like that. But he, so he, uh, he had heat exhaustion. He ended up having liver failure while he was oh, in the hospital. Mm. He had to get a liver transplant, uh, and then he had cardiac arrest in the hospital and he ended up mm-hmm. he passed the day so this i think it happened uh august 11th he was in the hospital august 26th uh he passed away that morning right for there was the day of the first game of the season against Joliet catholic so i, I you know we're, we're talking i'm talking to, to my buddy and I, I said you know man so what was the you know what was the talk during that time and you know they never missed a practice you know um you know obviously they 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 talked about him and there were you know there were tears and everybody was worried about him and he was very popular with the team a starter on the team mm-hmm. and uh like i said that morning he passed i said well was there a meeting to you know this to ask if you guys were gonna play now he said he no meeting now they could have he said they could have met with the captains and maybe they decided that that we're going to play, but no, there was nothing. There was never discussed um, if they were going to play, and they ended up playing. I actually went to that game that night, and uh, they 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 beat Joliet Catholic, and it was I mean an emotional game. You know, at the end of the end of the game, you know, the entire team is you know basically in tears. Right. Um, so, so you know, but at the time, I, I remember thinking about it, like that was never even in in my mind. It was never a thought of would they not play. And I'm look. I'm looking now. We, we you know we were talking and we're looking back. I was like, man, that's it's kind of sort of messed up that that was you know thinking of it. You know, 25 years later, right? You know, 
Um, but at the time, like, there was no even in I look back at, like the, the, at the papers, there was no, you know, no one saying that they man, maybe they shouldn't have played that game. You know, that's that's the nature of sports because whole time with this incident, I'm watching Stefan Diggs on the sideline. He he did his crying and now it looked like he pumping up his team. I'm like, oh shit, the Bengals are yeah, yeah. Right. That's, that's how I looked at it. Right. Like See, that's the angles are in trouble. That's what I was going to say. It's like a lot of times what happens is let's do it for yeah. X, right. X person. Right. Right. You know, it, it becomes that momentum, becomes that, that rallying cry, that rallying cry, right. a moment of solidarity mm-hmm. for everyone. And, you know, it becomes a memorializing situation in, 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 in you know, and you, you galvanize yourself emotionally and physically to representing that person basically let's win one for the giver mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so that's that's and that's and that's how we've been trained yeah you know it's how we've been been our our, our you know we've been geared and, and 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 moved in that direction so our our desensitization comes from not being soulless but being conditioned you know, and we've been conditioned to think that that's what you do in sports. And if it's if it's some form, whatever the entertainment is, it could be movies. You know, it's the show must go on. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. I, you know, a sidetrack. Let's share this story. <laughs> I'm a soulless asshole, so I I realize that I'm, I'm soulless. I was in I was in college, and <laughs> we were we had to do uh, where I, I was producing the show. I was, actually I was directing the show. So we had like a talk show, or whatever, and you know everyone does their part, and so I'm directing, and I'm like, you know, do this, do that, and so one of the, my classmates collapses. <laughs> she just like she like collapses to the side, and I'm like, and they're like, they looked at me, and I'm like, okay, um, let's, let's take it over to the side. <laughs> you step in. Oh, <laughs> did you do was, the ten the ten yards? Like, move, move, but, but that's yards. but that's what but that's what everyone no, was gotta, saying gotta, on TV the going. next day. Wow. Well, that's what they I, were saying on TV the but, next day. But I was saying, pass was, out, and they just move up fifteen right. yards. Right, and I, I was like, I was like, like the teacher handle, you know, what's the name? But we had to keep it going, you know. We gotta get rolling. this grade. But here's the thing: I, I thought that's what I was supposed to do because I'm conditioned, you know. I'm, and I'm not. I'm, I'm going to take responsibility. I should just stop. But, but my teacher looked at me like, "What's wrong with you? <laughs> We're going to stop." I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I thought it was not necessarily it was part of the test, but I thought that was part of how I was, how we were going to be evaluated. Like, right, so right. what do you do? Like, this is a real situation. What do you do if this was a real TV show? You know, and, yeah. and like, like, like somebody will address her, but the rest of us do this. And that's kind of how I approached it. But that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like, at some point, you got to realize what's right, what's wrong, and I, I I think we've evolved a little bit as a society. At least, at least seeing what what they did that evening, the realization I mean, that oh, hey, right. this cannot go I on. Think, I think, I personally think if if uh, Zach Taylor is the Bengals coach, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's the reason that game didn't finish. Really, you think so? I believe that. You said, like that I say, the Bills were. Stefan Diggs was over there, like he was amped, looked like he was on the we gotta do it for him. Yeah, he was me. He was and, and, <laughs> keep and, it going. And that's when they announced that five minutes to right, you know, right. and, and Zach Taylor went over there to McDermott 
and you could tell like he went over there to like are you sure right y'all okay to do this and that's when mcdermott realized about like, it no we no, we are was, not yeah, we yeah. need to go to the we need to go to the locker room and what's great so i've mentioned this before james cook is family him dalvin cook little brother mm-hmm. It's it's so weird because it was like through that whole thing, everyone was speaking on how, why haven't they canceled this game? That game was canceled like 45 minutes before the public knew. Yeah. Because that uh James supposedly had he my mom was calling me. She was calling me. I'm like, and I, I was on the phone with somebody. And then she texted me while I was on the phone and said, game canceled. I'm like, I'm watching ESPN. Like I called her back like 20 minutes later, like. They ain't saying nothing canceled. She's like, well, James' mom said it's canceled. She said James called her and said that the game is canceled. Like, like well, they ain't saying nothing on TV yet. Another 20 minutes pass. And I'm like, you know what? And the next day, I'm like, you know what? They probably had to let Scott get to fucking get to studio. We were talking- they had to let these guys get to studio, just let it prolong for the world until they got everything set to really cover what's taking place. The the people that work in T, I knew that was like they they scrambling right now at ESPN mm-hmm. to figure out exactly what they're gonna do. And I, and yeah, I was also I, I was like I was like the people the people on Twitter and all that you know it was like man give them a, just a little bit of time man you like know, this is the first quarter you know people nothing right. is set like people, Scott Van Pelt ain't supposed to be on TV for another three and a half hours. <laughs> people wanted people wanted the decision to be, you know what I'm saying, to be out there. Yes. But it's like, yo, you know, you, you, you don't you don't decide what you want for dinner in that amount of time, let alone, yeah. you know, something like this. Everybody's got to get together. They, they needed to talk it out, which they did, and, and they came to the right conclusion. So just, you know, everybody, you know, that's, um, that's the it's, society it's, we live it's in. So so impatient. That's like, the society we live in. Chill out and, and the, let you know what I'm saying. Does that take they're us gonna, to the, they're gonna get it right, you know? So yeah, yeah. Does that take us to the tweet? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh so yeah, skip Bayless. Um you got in front of some big, some big hot water. I can water. pull it up. I can yeah, pull, pull it up. up. Yeah, yeah. Got some some big hot water and, and to the point where even even his co-host uh was upset with him. I don't think what he said. And maybe I'll tell you my interpretation of when you when you read it, because mm-hmm. when I first my, my best friend called me and said, "What do you think?" and he read it, and I was like, it "Sounds to me like he was trying to be write some prose through Twitter and trying to be creative with some kind of creative narrative." But sounds to me like he realizes that you know what no the world what, want can't happen right now. right right. That- <laughs> What the world want can't happen right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I didn't see anything wrong with what he said, but go ahead and, and, and read. But right. so, so just to be just to be clear, I believe all three of us have the same thought. Yeah, I believe we all have the same thought. So here's how it started. Now, granted, I was on Twitter the whole time this stuff happened, so I seen his first tweet. Mm-hmm. I seen the tweet that was scrutinized and the tweet after so i'm a i'm gonna start at his first tweet first tweet was not exactly sure what happened to demar hamlin 
we all just said the exact same thing. We didn't know exactly right. what happened. This start. is real time. Players on both teams are shaking. Amalans on are out on the field. CPR administered. Mm. Can't remember play being stopped for this length of time. Just said a prayer for him and his family. Second tweet. I've seen so many horrific injuries suffered on the football fields, yet never have I seen a reaction like this. We spoke on many different situations that we right. were in. <laughs> in every other situation I witnessed or covered, the game always went on fairly quick. The attitude was, hey, that's football. For these players, this was different. And now here's the most controversial tweet ever made. <laughs> no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. To me, he's saying that the, the game is irrelevant. Like, the, and, yeah. and I, or, I took that he's saying that the game is irrelevant and right. the fact that you have no way of you have no way of making up this game. The game has to end and it's over. It's right. like people look, they trying to say, and I, and I said this to everybody, I say, man, everybody had their feelings towards Skip Bayless, mm -hmm. especially the main two that started the whole outcry, Des Bryant and Tara Lawrence. Mm -hmm. They went absolutely bananas at Skip. And <laughs> And 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 it it really bothered me that the world couldn't understand that those were two emotional beings who has an emotional dislike towards that man, creating another narrative. Right, they misread like, it. They, they misinterpreted what they read. Yeah, like and and it, and it made but me they, think they, they weren't the only ones though. No, no, no I know. Not, but Everybody. they started it. They yeah. started it, and then and that created a trickle down effect. To a point where people like Steven Jackson speaking on if that was Tom Brady. How did this become a racial in incident? Because he's Caucasian, Skip Bayless is. But it is funny because uh, as I was talking to my best friend, I didn't have the first two tweets like you did because the third tweet just cosigns everything with what the first two tweets said, you know, basically. But uh, the one thing I said to my, my best friend, I said, usually more times than not, when it comes to Skip, he usually champions either the underdog or things that have a racial component to it. Yeah. When it comes to things of morality, he's pretty much 90 plus percent of the time on, on the right side. side. Yes. On the right yep. side of it. And then when it comes to the game and all that stuff, then that's where he becomes Skip Bayless and becomes a, a bit yep. of a tool. Very but when true. it comes to social things and things, morality, I, I don't ever recall. I'm not saying I, I, he hasn't. I'm just saying, I don't ever recall him being, the antagonist he's usually you know pro you know pro social causes and so i i said so why would he all of a sudden be against something where a guy's life is clearly at stake it didn't make any sense and then when you read it i'm like i think people just you know for what it, they wanted to take it for and it ha happens so much when it comes to either texting and obviously with tweeting you Sometimes, can interpret it how you want when you don't yeah. hear the voice you can interpret it how to want because well, Right. Somebody spoke on how Scott Van Pelp said those exact things on television. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't got the same backlash. And a guy said, and a guy that was talking to him said, 
well, there's a difference between saying it on TV and actually writing it out. Because on TV, you can't always find that clip, but you can always find that tweet. And he said, and no, he wasn't saying Skip was wrong. He's saying that's why Scott hasn't got the backlash like Skip because people didn't see the, didn't, wasn't watch the TV. They was on Twitter. Well, I, I that's what he said. To some degree, but I would venture to say more so when you, it, it, it's not lost in translation. When I can see you say it and I can hear you say it, as opposed to when I'm reading it, I don't know what voice you're speaking in. Mm-hmm. There are times where I've texted something and someone's like, well, you were, you were shouting at me. I'm like, I, I didn't even say it with any malice at all. I was just stating a fact. Like, you know, you, you can't inter- you can't hear my voice and you don't know. Yeah. And by you, I mean, the person who's creating the text or the, the written word doesn't know the frame of mind that the person is when they're reading what you wrote. And there are plenty of times with the English language, I can say, like, just for example, remember that commercial? Do, 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 do. I mean, you can say do 17 different times and it can mean something different. They 17, all mean something different. Something different. Yep. So when you're writing something like that, if people have a way of not really quite understanding what you're intoning, because yeah. Maybe the sophistication of their reading or their co- comprehension of your reading is not at the level of where you're writing or their mindset at that time is not the level. Like, here's the thing. Everyone's looking to read so sad, prayers, thoughts. They're looking for those words. Skip to the game. Right. Skip didn't give those words. Skip but he actually, did. What, he no, did. I'm, I'm, I'm right. In the first, in the, in the, first two tweets. Right. But what I'm saying is, here's, and I was just saying this to my best friend as well. I was like, look, dude. Skip is an older dude. He's that writer that, you know, was writing when newspapers were newspapers and you wanted to get that editorial. You wanted to have that column so that you can not so much give the statistics, but you can opine on it. You go, you can give your opinion. You, you write maybe a little bit more flowery. It's a bit more prose to your editorialization of the words. And so on Twitter, you don't have as many, you know, words to do that. And so I think Skip, you know, that's why this is his third tweet that's really getting the one that's catching hell. But with his third tweet, he's he's trying to tell, he's, he's more narrative. And it's, it's more like, like if you're reading a story to where I'm not going to directly say something, I'm inferring, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just like, I'm setting you up with, this is what usually happens, but because this has happened, what usually happens doesn't matter. And no one, people who are, who are, who criticize him didn't catch that. All they saw was the game must go on. They focused on that. They didn't take take everything into context. And so that's why Skip is like, what am I apologizing for? (laughs) Yeah. And he did apologize. He did apologize on Twitter. The next next tweet tweet was an apology. Apology for what? He apologized. You misunderstood what I wrote. He didn't apologize. Right, right. That's what he did. He didn't apologize for the tweet. He he apologized for that. He said, I'm sorry that you misunderstood what I was trying to say. And I don't blame him. And, and and that comes to him and his part. Now I don't like how he cut off Shannon yeah. to say that I'm not deleting the tweet, but I did like the fact that he has not deleted that tweet. I love it. I love it. Stand on what you said. Yeah. Because if you delete it, now you acknowledge him that you were wrong. If you believe what you said and you believe you wasn't wrong, because I believe you wasn't. I'm with you. <laughs> Don't delete it. But you shouldn't have cut your boy off like no. that. That's but the thing. <laughs> but you know no, why? You know why Shannon, which he does all the time. Right. But you know why Shannon, you know why Shannon went off that time. It's like because Santa's still fuming about that time he called the him Tom Brady. <laughs> right, the, the Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. 
there was some baggage with that with that reaction. Yeah. So, so yeah. they moved past that like it was nothing. But uh, prayers up to uh, to Mar Hamlin. Yeah. Uh, you know we want him to get get well soon. Glad that the uh, the prognosis is good. I know he's got a long, still got a long world ahead of him. But uh, you know we hope he gets gets through this one uh, yeah. and gets back to one hundred percent. No doubt about it. No doubt. Um, let's move on to Bears. And uh, can I start? Well, I was gonna say <laughs> we discussed this last week. Can I start? Can I start? Why he I'm... was playing? We, we, you know, two of us thought that there was no reason for him to play last week. <laughs> can I start? Can I start? Man, I just want to apologize to my co-host. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I just want to apologize to my co-host. You all were right. There was nothing to be gained by him being on the field in Detroit when Nada. basically his entire offensive line was hurt. And we did this. All of his receivers were pretty much out. We did discuss that. There was no, there was no reason. There was no upside man, to it. You man, weren't man, playing I... for anything. All right. Yeah. He wasn't going, he's not going to learn that much in, in, in a two week period that's going to be worth him out there risking his health. Then he gets he 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 gets hurt. Mm-hmm. He's yep. on the sideline getting his hip massage, and I'm looking at her like, first you know drive what? of the game. Yeah, you know what? After a long run, then at this point they got they got a trainer over there with one of those massage guns, massaging his hip. I'm like, come on, man, just let him sit down. Then he gets back out there. Then he gets crushed. And next thing you know, the blue tent's going up over him. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, going what's over wrong him. with him now? But, he doesn't, he but, doesn't walk into the blue tent. The blue tent is put comes over him. Right, it's just put over him. <laughs> That's not a good sign. But but he goes to Gesky after Gesky and say, hey, man, I'm good, man. I'm straight. Like, Okay, just at some point you need to. Well, that's fine. You know, I, what? Get I it. expect they got to be the adults, though. They got to yes, be yes. <laughs> the coaching staff and and Ryan Pole. Ryan Pole has got to. He's got to run down to the field. Hey, that's they it was, for the quarterback. About to Number one Peter is down. Man. All right, they he can't. He can't go Peter back man. out there. Then, okay, he come. He comes back again. Second half. Okay, why? And he continues to get crushed. What he got? He got sacked. What? What? Seven times. Seven times. Hit nine. Why? Okay. And then you come to the press conference and you say, "Yeah, he's he's fine and he's gonna play next week." What? (laughs) Hey, hey, to quote my guy from the Wire. She. Hey, man. They 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 are legit trying not to be caught. Now they, you know, they changed tone, obviously. Yes. And he's definitely not going to play uh, Sunday against Minnesota. But he, I mean, I, I'm sorry. And I know there was, there was, I was on a, uh, I was in a, in a Facebook war with a guy. I'm in this, I'm in this sports group on Facebook, and uh, he's talking about man, he, he needs to get reps. They, they can only have like, no. Stop no, he played. That. He played 14 games this year. We saw everything we need to see. It's okay if he sits down the rest of the year, especially when he doesn't have an offensive line. Yes. You, you just throw him, you just throwing bodies out there uh, to play positions. Yeah, yes. I, I, yeah, I, I, I felt like a complete idiot. 
talking about what I talked about on last week. Okay, if, <laughs> like if he had, and, you know and, what? And, but at least at least I thought okay after the first half, okay, I was wrong. Y'all was right. Now sit his ass down. They right. kept putting if, him out there. If he had a professional offensive line out there, and you know some adequate receivers. Maybe. Okay, maybe you're okay. I get it. When he got sacked by his offensive line, he shouldn't have been back out. There. <laughs> What's the dude? Houston. Bottle of Houston, uh, rookie out of Jackson State. He's not even that big. Oh yeah. man, he he's only like 225. Killing, killing Braxton Jones, killing him on Sunday, man. I mean, he made he made he made the uh Houston look like a like a damn all pro. He did, he made him look like Justin Houston. Houston made Braxton Jones sack. Justin and yeah. then and and also got hurt. Still feel hurt. And he, right. and he was doing hurt. and he, and he was just it was just a, a simple bull rush. Bull rush, dude. A simple Houston, bull rush. Houston the fourth ain't that big from Detroit. He's like two twenty five. He's like yeah. six three two twenty five. You should not be bull rushing somebody who's six foot four three fifteen no. like three fifteen three twenty no. like that. You just should. And if you get me once, okay, you caught me once. You should not be catching me like that the entire effing game. It was ridiculous. But hey, look, man, look, I, I, look. When he hurt, he being Justin, when he separated, slightly separated his shoulder weeks ago, like a month ago, I like shut him down. Should have been done. Because here, here's here's the issue. Here's the one thing I don't really hear a lot of people saying. Maybe they're saying it now. I don't know, but I have heard them saying it. I'm like, dude, two things. One, the reps, and I've, I've been saying this, the reps he's getting now are with people who are probably not even going to be mm-hmm. on the team. And, and, and with, they're not sufficient reps. And they're not sufficient reps and not with an offense. The offense is going to be different next year. So I don't know how useful those reps are. Experience, he's experienced enough ass whooping to, to last a lifetime. But the other thing is, and this is more, to me, more important, when, just like if you develop a bad golf swing mm-hmm. and you keep doing the bad golf swing, you develop bad habits. And Justin has some bad habits that he's had to basically have developed under the fact that he's been under duress and been trying to survive. So I don't want you to throw off your wrong foot all the time. I don't want you to be hurried so much that you're throwing with, and you start seeing ghosts like we heard uh, uh, Darnold say Donald. a couple of years ago. You know, I don't want you to develop bad throwing motion habit because we. You know, it's like, no, stop. This is bad. None of this is is helping you in terms of your your technique in terms of you becoming a better throwing quarterback or passing quarterback because you're not getting the time to even develop that skill because you have no time. It makes zero sense. So, no, I didn't understand after the separated shoulder why he should continue to play, but, okay, he came back. He seemed to do well. And then he said, I'm like, dude, he got hurt again. Stop. If you've already designated this is your franchise guy, you know more what he can do and what he can't do. And I understand some things are good that you learn about him as a leader, how he deals with adversity. That's part of it as well. Well, he's had enough adversity with six, seven losses in a row before it became eight, nine, ten losses in a row. End of the day, you got to be the adult. Yeah. You know, a player is going to always want to play. Right. Especially, And and I'm I'm glad. You know what? I, I like to see that. And and you like to see that, but you also want to see the adults say, but you know, go go tell them, go no go sit your ass down. Yeah, because like that's like your they were over. they were literally about to put in Peterman. Justin came over there to guess he and said what it looked like whatever they did in that tent was some bullshit. 
<laughs> and now he trotting back out there. By the way, I never, I never oh. seen that dog was sitting there. All of a sudden, just the tent just goes <laughs> right over, right and over. The way, the way he can't even guess the after is like he probably threw that motherfucker off of him. Like oh, this shit off me. I'm fine. Who knew, the, who knew the tent was so flimsy? Like that? I, didn't, I didn't know. I didn't. Know. But but yeah, man, you, you guys were right. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong, and and it, and it made me really think of how I've always felt about the Bears that. We are the one organization that listens to the fans and the media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems that way. They are because they're, because they're you have, because you have so many people in the media that that are saying he should play and all this stuff. He still has to prove, and I, you know, and I watch a lot of these local podcasts, and everyone was so happy. Hub. Harkish is that his name? Harkish. Harkish was was back and got it. I know in the baseball world, he's not a fields guy, but he sends me a hub Harkish article where hub is <laughs> where the headline is saying hub is saying Justin is not the guy. But if you actually read the article, it it's saying he has to develop more. It's not saying he's not. The he's, guy. he's saying he he's, saying he's not. Develop. He's not sure yet. Yes, it's still a work you know, in progress. He's not. But, he's but, not. You know, don't, don't put him in the Hall of Fame. But I, I, but I, I, but, I, but I always find it interesting how people stop. who are against Justin they quick to send articles from motherfuckers that never played the game. But then nobody sent me the article of Shannon Sharp today or the, or the video of Shannon Sharp today saying Justin Fields is the least of Chicago's yeah, concerns. Yeah. They gotta get him some weapons. Yeah, he's running for his life. This is a mm-hmm. Hall of Fame pass catcher. Ain't nobody send me that video. <laughs> they want to send me a motherfucker who, who's a, who's stat watching or ain't ain't playing the game. Like it kills me. It kills me. I literally I have so many issues with Chicago fans. Oh man, it bothers me. Well, people's memories are so short sighted. Like Josh Allen, his first two years, what was he doing? And that's what Shannon was saying. Same damn thing. <laughs> that's what Shannon was saying. And you Josh get... Allen, he's <laughs> Shannon, still in rush on the team. Shannon went to every quarterback you can name. He said, you get Justin Waddle and Tyreek. You get Justin hit, uh, Josh Allen Brown. receivers. Yeah, you get Justin Jalen Hurts receivers. You get Justin Joe Burrow receivers. Mm-hmm. And see what you get. Like, these are Hall of Fame pass catchers. That's why one, two people that I, I never forget when, when Adam Hogue had me ready to jump through the screen on him and he tried <laughs> to dispute what Keyshawn Johnson was saying. Dude, you are, you are, you are a spectator. That's a guy who played this game. I'm never, I, I, unless he agree with you. <laughs> if he on the other side of you, I'm probably going. I'm probably going side with him, <laughs> you know. But like, it, it bothers me, man. It's like here we go. Here we well, go. Chicago. you can't go off everybody because your boy, your boy Shady McCoy, is a little. But even little him. Well, now but we know even, why he called him Shady. But even <laughs> him, he's he has a way about it. But even he has hit, said some things to to really fit Justin. Like he openly admits that he wasn't a Jalen Hurts guy, but the team did what was necessary to build around Jalen Hurts. When he speak about uh who he talking about, he when they talk about uh 
Russell Wilson. He like, it's the coach. He like, yeah, Justin, he like, let's look, let's look at Justin Fields. He like, yeah, I don't think he's developed as a passer yet, but the coaching staff made adjustments to fit his his strongest suit right now so that he can be successful. I'm like, okay, Shady, you doing some kind of analysis. You still a dumbass, but but <laughs> but but I can I can respect that. You know, I can respect that. But like is it's just like, man, come on, man. Let's 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 chill and 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 see what the kid can do. He's improved in every statistical category this year. Well, if you look at his numbers, he's thrown 17 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. So that was way better than last year. He improved he, in everything. Right. He's thrown for over 2,000 yards. He's run for 1,000. So basically, he's over 3,000 yards offense generated. Total offense. And he 25 had 25 total TDs. Exactly. So I'm like, and this is on a shit team. <laughs> and, and we've seen more points scored with this offense than we had with the quote unquote guru that we had the previous man you know regime you know what exactly. i'm saying so it's it's like dude he's doing all this what pretty much a paltry sum of parts give him some time to develop y'all act like you know these quarterbacks come right out and they're instantly awesome it's very rare that it happens and That's you know the nation matters yes, destination yeah. matters and what they do when you get there and who's there when you're there like like the jaguars did a lot to to improve their team this year over the last two years yeah, yeah. I, and, I, and i and the the jets <laughs> and that's and that's and that's and and the jets is the perfect example in my eyes if justin's on like that i team. say but like i said i argue with my guy who Justin, he's never thrown for 300. Okay, Zach Wilson's has thrown for 300 several times. And the and the world hates his guts. So <laughs> and his they last can, his and last they start can, didn't he throw for 300? And and they ain't scored 10 points. I'm like, the game is about scoring points. I'm like, it's times Justin threw for 120, rushed for a good amount, but guess what? We scored 30 points. You the game has always been about scoring points. I'm like, y'all so interested in passing numbers. I watched Kirk Cousins this year throw for over 400 yards and the team barely scored 10 points. I was shocked. I'm like, how does that, how is that even possible that you throw for that many yards? That proved that this stuff is irrelevant. The game is about scoring points. Put points on the board. Put points on the board. Simple as that. Win the game. I I, I think with Justin, and I, I don't know if he's a stats guy per se. I know he's a I know he's a football junkie in a lot of ways, but Justin to me, he ever since you know he pretty much became that starter and that dude when he went to Ohio State, he he that dude just wants to win. I, he he's about winning, and I think he has that same type of mentality that we see some of the greats have, where when he loses, he don't forget that who he lost to, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm gonna get you. You may have got me this time, but I'm going to keep playing until I get you. Because he went back and got Clemson. When Clemson got – and he shouldn't have lost to Clemson yeah. the first time. But he went back and got them and kicked them, kicked their ass. You know, and you can after see it – After taking a brutal hit. After taking a brutal hit. And you can see it in his mindset when he's just like, I'm tired of this. Like, I, you know. Mm-mm. And he's take, he I, – I promise you, he's taking mental notes. Green Bay, the, the, the teams in, the, in our division, 
once and just, hopefully the Bears can provide him with the complement of of talent that he needs so he can be the quarterback that I think that he is. I promise you that dude is going to be taking names. And, and that and that's and that's why I wanted him to play against Detroit. Because I know he felt he should have beat them. Yeah, he threw he that pick six. But take into account everything you guys said that I bit. was that I was basically <laughs> saying, man, fuck that. He can play. <laughs> <laughs> it was a and then and and just to add insult, like Tevin Jenkins got hurt early. Yeah. And it was just, it was just. Yeah, that was in the first the first drive, right? Yeah, second play of the game, I think it was. Tragic after that, you know. So, last game of the season for the Bears. You guys looking looking forward to it? Expecting anything? I'm looking forward to it. Just because it's the final game. Looking forward to this L and 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 Houston gonna beat Indianapolis. I hope so. Both of them gonna be trying to lose. That's that's gonna be an interesting game. So back up. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let's say we lose. Okay. We we should lose. Let's say we lose. And let's say Houston loses as well. What difference is us having a two spot or us having a one spot? I mean, we're not going to keep either. So what's the difference? If Houston wins, I say say the difference is if we, if, if Houston lose and we get that one, Indy might be willing to trade with us. Won't they still be? No, well, they may, they Why? may, but not at the extent if Houston is behind. They're in the same division, so if 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 we get the one, we could get more out of it versus if we had the two. I don't think so. What does Indy have to offer? You got to look at what they have to offer. Well, well, um, no, I'm talking about picks wise. I don't know, but also Houston might want to get in front of us because they know Houston might want to get in front of. I mean, Houston, Houston Indy might want to get. Houston has two number one picks. Are you saying Indy might want to get in front of Houston to to get a quarterback? And Houston, let's say Houston, let's say both of them want Bryce Young, and we end up being the one seed. Yeah, they yeah that could that's leverage bidding war with that's leverage. Well, Houston. It's now, one spot removed from us, so there's not like there's no 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 no. Listen, listen what he's saying though. Now 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 now, granted. CJ Stroud put on a damn show. Yes. So you shouldn't be ashamed of getting the two, but we all know how it go. We all know how it go. Real Levis is gonna go between one of them two. No, we not. know how it go. No, he won't. If Ryan, if Ryan Poles plays it right, Real Levis won't. Makes it seem as though and gets it out there in the media that you know there's a bidding war for that number one pick. Mm-hmm. It could be it could be worth it. It it all it all depends on if both of them want the same guy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And and it ain't just them two that need a quarterback. So Oakland I'm, needs a quarterback now. Washington. Washington needs a quarterback now. Carolina. You know, so so you have a bidding war for one and two. Doesn't Seattle have two first round picks? Seattle yeah. has two first round picks. Yeah. Don't they need a quarterback? More than likely, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it, but, but, but here's one. Right, but here's the thing. There's arguably three quarterbacks, there'll be four taken in the first round. Okay. The three quarterbacks, Ooh, the fourth one is Anthony Richardson out of Florida. Okay. I'll, he, I'll he, he, sure. he, he moved into – it would have probably been hitting Hooker out of but Tennessee. Off, off injury. 
off the injury. And plus he's a little older and they're going to say he's a system guy. They're going to find all the reasons not to take him, but I think he'll make a. He better than Richardson. I no argument here, but you know, perception and what people say, and they always knock down quarterbacks and particularly quarterbacks of a certain persuasion seem to take more Mm -hmm. knocks than others. Uh, Anthony Richardson is going to get his knocks too. That's why he's a fourth quarterback, but it's hard to ignore Anthony Richardson because just think Cam Newton. And it's like if you can get Cam, if you can get Cam Newton late in the first round, you're not going to be pissed because he was the number one pick overall, yeah. had an MVP, he had a pretty good career. So Will Levis is probably the third quarterback that's going to be taken. He, he's to me, he's Carson Wentz without the attitude. So I don't know if that's going to be good or bad for a team, but he's a little inconsistent. But he's another athlete playing quarterback, but he, you know he's, he's, he has some of the right attributes. Bryce, Bryce is going to drop a little bit because of size. Because of size, because of what happened, size, what happened to Tua, and what just happened to Hamill. People are going to be scared about that size. And CJ Stroud <laughs> did himself a favor because he's bigger. And see, here's the thing CJ, not only did he, you know, they lost the game, but it wasn't because of him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that defense was just horrible. They lost those points. But CJ ran the ball a little bit. Yeah. He, he threw out of the pocket. They kept saying he wouldn't do. Right. He threw dimes. He was his passes were very accurate. I mean, do it. He hasn't had a bad career. He, he's one of the most disrespected guys. But you, you, here's the knock on be on him. What quarterback has ever come out of Ohio State? Which I hate that argument. The one before him. I know, but I hate that argument that people Mother. say, What quarterback has ever come? I'm like, dude, what quarterback ever came out of Tennessee before Peyton Manning? What quarterback came out of Clemson before Deshaun Watson? Y'all exactly. use that one to to show pub Trevor Lawrence. And I and Holloway. he deserved it. Who the hell is that? Well, he's about Tennessee. He's about Tennessee. I'm talking about to go to the pros and do something. Hey, I'm he, saying he, hey, he, 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 if he was born at a different time, he would have had a shot. That's all I'm saying. Hey, um, I laugh when you said uh, Bryce Young is going to drop because it's number two. So, <laughs> scan, so because, because Skip, I feel he was just playing devil's advocate today. And he was saying, what if they choose to go with Bryce Young? That boy shot to say, what, Bryce Young, 5'11"? Yeah. You already talk, you already talk about his height, Skip. He's like, man, he's going to be 5'8 by the time they beat his head. <laughs> yeah, the talk, I heard I heard this. I think, uh, I think Parkins brought it up about the Bears possibly trading fields and then taking Young. Why that zero makes that, that makes, makes zero no sense. sense. One of my one of my boys texted me and said, "What if they decided to do that?" I said, "That'll be the last damn Bears fan." Yeah, yes. that, that, that. because of what's what you're going to take. You have the bigger physical guy that can withstand this bull crap we got going on. And he's going to get us. You're going to get a smaller guy. I'm like, first off. I'm going to not be a fan because Justin's gone. And second, I'm not going to be a fan because we're about to ruin this boy's career. <laughs> Basically. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Hey, moving upstairs. Uh, word is, rumors, 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 that uh, Big Ten commissioner Kevin Warren is the favorite to secede Ted Phillips as president and CEO of the Bears. A lot of color in the building. A lot of color in the building. And um, I think it would be a, a good thing. 
But my question: Why would Kevin Warren want the I'm with Bears you. president job? I the <laughs> Big Ten job seems like a better job to me. That's it just me. Seems, seems like a way better job, especially in lieu of the fact that you're going to have the Big Sixteen, and yeah. you got you got from New York, and possibly Chicago, more, and, LA, and possibly more. But you definitely got the Big Sixteen with New York, Chicago, and L.A. markets, like pretty much sewn, well, sewn up. And New York one's a little iffy. We, you know, it's in front well, they, there, don't, so. they, don't, they don't watch football in New York, but right. it's the number one market. But it's number country. one market. And, and then you got Chicago where the Big Ten is housed, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as far as the, the, the network is housed. And then you bring it in both L.A. schools. And, and the Bears, cause, because here's the thing, as Bears fans, as Chicagoans, we know just how ass-backwards – the best organization could be at times. It's like, dude, why would you come to a mom and pop organization that they think small? Why would you come and leave something that seems so progressive with the Big Ten and so expansive with the Big Ten because of something that seems so myopically suited towards, well, you know, no situation? But, but the Bears are a charter franchise. The Bears, it's a billion dollar, you know, making well, you know like- entity organization, and. The Bears don't fire their money people if they're making money. <laughs> so, I mean, you you could probably have a job for the next 20, 25 years if you want it. And the Bears aren't going to move you at all, especially if you're making them money. Um, so I I don't know. He's been he being Fred Warren, he's been to the NFL, you know. Kevin Warren. Kevin, Kevin Warren, excuse me. He's been with the NFL. He's he's uh been with the Lions, he's been with the Rams, and he helped the the Vikings when it came to them getting their stadium deal. So He's been in the NFL, so I don't guess he's naive about what he's walking into. Not only that, but he's. No, been I don't like, think he's. I don't think he, no. I don't think he's naive about that. He's been in. The, he's been in the Midwest. He hasn't really left the Midwest. I mean, with the Rams, he's with the Rams when they were in St. Louis, right? You know, you're talking the Lions, you're talking the Vikings, and now the Bears. Uh, it's a charter franchise, but I think I think it's a great get. Potentially a great get for the Bears. I think that's really says something about the Bears moving forward potentially. <laughs> but I think for Kevin Warren, I'm like, dude, stay with the Big Ten I'm, job. I'm, I'm gonna say something that's probably off the wall. What if he think he has a better chance of winning the Super Bowl with the Bears than he has winning a college football championship within the Big Ten? <laughs> I, I think that <laughs> I think with with the advent of USC coming into the Big Ten. And considering the coach that's there, I, that, I think they, that motherfucker can't grit, build a defense if he wanted to. <laughs> no, yeah, but but it's yeah, but, just lose Tulane. Yeah, but it, but it's USC, and USC is going to recruit itself. You know, there's some good defensive players. You all you all it takes is to have you know that one or two season where you you got that composite of talent, defensive talent. That that here's the thing. The talent covers for the coaches. But what's the difference th- there that he wasn't doing at Oklahoma? That's just as prominent of a program, and defense big, has always been an issue. But the Big 12, the defense has been a big, an issue in the Big 12 overall. It's not just a, an Oklahoma thing. That, that's, but no, that's I'm, been, no, I'm saying defense is a Lincoln-Riley thing. That's what no, I'm saying. I, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. What I'm saying is by being at USC, it, it – it, it may save him from going himself. to the Big Ten. He might. Well, no, just being at USC, dude. I, the talent to come. I mean, I don't. The amount of talent comes from the state of California is ridiculous. I mean, you're gonna get some of the best defensive players. You're just going to. 
you know, whether or not you're coaching the right way may be an issue, but you're going to get the talent. And because you're recruiting all of California, I mean, how many different players from a Samoan background have we seen coach the USC that have been great defensive, been great football players? Yeah, you're, you're just defensive-minded coach, Pete Carroll. Well, even for Pete Carroll, I mean, you just you're going to places like Texas, USC. I mean, Oklahoma too, to some degree, Michigan, you know, Alabama. You know, Florida, you're going. The talent's going to be there. Georgia, it's going to be there. You just have to. I mean, look how long it took Georgia to finally win a championship. You know, now it seems like they made a chance to get it back to back. So this is just from Lincoln Riley's first year at USC. Uh, give him two, three years, I'm pretty sure. But it's still a good question to ask. If he's going to win the championship, the Big Ten win a championship, or the Bears win a Super Bowl. I don't know. That, that's a hell of that's a points bet kind of online there. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, like that. We should pitch that one. Yeah. Like maybe that's what's intriguing I, to him. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe once, you know, I saw an article where they said maybe it's a stepping stone to becoming NFL commissioner. I was just about to say that, bro. Yeah. Yep. I, yep. I don't know. But I would I would hey. be all for it. I'd hey, be that's fine it. too. Yeah. Hey, that's a real strong possibility. And and, and and look, if you're at a franchise like the Giants, the Bears, I mean, one of the charter franchises, you can make that state. And not that, but he's got the background. He's an attorney. Um, he's been a commissioner. So he so he's already been a commissioner. He's got some experience other people have, don't, haven't had. Was yeah. that the case for Goodell beforehand? Was he I don't know. Goodell was an NFL guy all he's an NFL the entire guy. time. Yeah. His, his old man, I think, was involved in NFL too yeah. at some point. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, he wasn't, I don't think he was ever a college guy. And I think he's an, I think Goodell's an attorney as well. Yeah. Most of yeah. those cats usually are. Yeah. So, uh, so I, 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 I hope so. Like I said, I, I just, you know, in my mind, I would think the big 10 job is the, is the more coveted job. That's just, well, well not only that, but I mean, if we're talking about Kevin Warren, I mean, the guy's been like a trailblazer in a lot of ways. He's the first commissioner of the power conference was African-American. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's awesome in of itself. I want to say, I think even like his old man was like, um, I think he was on the board of directors in the big, in the, in the PAC 12 or something back in the day. I think he's one of the first uh, African-Americans really? to be involved in that. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's like, he comes from that kind of, you know, pedigree. Got that pedigree. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know, know what it was? His father was, uh, he was named president uh, on the Fiesta Bowl board of directors back in 1982 okay um, come on come on to the bears and be the best first african-american president is that the case yeah yeah, yeah but that's what i'm yeah. saying he he, he could be the first right and that could that could launch him to be the <laughs> well, first black commissioner. i think he, he would only be the second bears president i would i would i think right <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. In the long storyline of one president's, <laughs> he'd be right. the second one. Right. Um, but like I said, I, I think with you, I think you're on know something. Is why, why, like, why would Kevin Warren move from? Because he hasn't been there long as a big tank. No, and I mean, well, maybe maybe figures that because he got what an eight billion dollar TV deal with them. He got USC and UCLA to come mm -hmm. over. What's maybe, next? Well, like, what's you know what's the next challenge there? You right, know? challenge. He's probably challenge field. Like yeah, yeah. Okay, I did that. Now what's next? It's nothing else I can do. Right, right. Well, he can go get Oregon and Cal Washington, and Stanford Washington, and Washington, Washington. <laughs> and, and and kill the Pac-12. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> right. that's, maybe that's the move. I don't we, know. Get we Colorado. Get... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, what's next? What are we, what's, what are we going 
gonna go to now. Sad sack Bulls. Bulls. Oh man. It just I, I, I don't get this sack. team. They're Dude. complete opposites from last year. Last year they couldn't beat the Goblins. Told them scrubs up. Monday night, first half, they hold they hold Cleveland what forty seven points. It was oh, not, was it? Yeah, 47. Yeah, forty seven. They that, probably had the best half of basketball they played all season, and then they come out in the second half, lose a twenty point lead, lose the game, and they let freaking uh, uh, Mitchell. I keep forgetting his name. Donovan Dan Mitchell scored 71 points on him. Laughing while he did it. That's what irritated me. He was just laughing. Every time they cut to a shot, he's just like, yeah, I can't. And I know there was a lame violation, so it shouldn't have happened. The Bulls should have won the game. But, I mean, come on. They still. That shit got to stop, though. I'm sick of the NBA coming out with. That should have been a call. The game before that against Cleveland, the Rosen should have been fouled. That should have well, been a foul call. The lane violation, Caruso got called for two lane violations right before that. On, wow, on, I forgot about that. And they and yeah, they just let let Mitchell do what he wanted to do. Fine, but I'm not even gonna get on that though, because he still scored freaking 71 points. He was at like he was at like 50 plus 59, 50, I think. Nah, at that point. So yeah, okay. 59, 71, not that big of a difference. You know what I'm saying? You still let it, you still gave up too many damn points to 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 <laughs> and I know he's an all-star, but you know, that that shouldn't happen. And then you come out and you play the Nets on, on Wednesday night and hottest team in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. They won 12 straight. 12 straight. And you come out, and you 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 play good basketball somehow, and come out with a dub. You handle them the whole game. Yeah, I I, I don't understand, dude. I I don't know who I was listening to, if it was a radio, whatever. Her and they were like, yeah, I think it was maybe capping them in the morning, and uh, I think Hoodie was like, he says, guarantee you the Bulls are going to win this game. They've lost these other games. Guarantee you they'll turn right around and be the best team in the NBA because that's just a Bulls thing to do. That stuck in my stuck in my head, and sure enough, <laughs> they 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 handled the Nets. I mean, dude, just handled them. Handled he will had a season high. The sumo's looking like man, dude. You you know you might be our future point guard going forward. I mean, he the sumo blocks. Kevin Durant shot from behind like LeBron does. Like, what is going on here? Why can't y'all beat the Cleveland Cavaliers? Why can't y'all beat the Orlando Magic? Why can't y'all beat the Houston Rockets? Why can't y'all beat the San Antonio Spurs? OKC, make it make sense. And the only thing I can say is, this is just the Bulls thing to do. I, I just, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. But uh, I don't even know where to, where to go with this. I know it's, it's, it I'm, doesn't make sense, dude. It's it's befuddling. It's it's like what you you smoke just said. It's the exact opposite of what they did last yeah. year. Last year couldn't beat these opposite. teams, the top teams, and now this year they can't beat the the, the, the lowbrow teams. Yeah, and it's not. Go on. No, I was just saying it's like it's not like they're just barely beating them they're actually like like the team they're beating is trailing them most of the game yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like like the team's fight and here's the thing 
it's not like this is the first time they beat them. <laughs> this is the yeah. second time they beat them. The second time they beat Milwaukee with Giannis. They beat Boston with both their superstars. I mean, and they beat them twice. It's like, I, so you can do it. So why don't you do it more often? Why are you still under 500? That doesn't, it's so, so, so do we hold the coaches accountable for this? Do we hold the players accountable for this? I'm sure they both are, but on what levels? What, what varying levels? And, and is a message being lost during game time or is it lost during practice? Are people being passive aggressive about how they play on the court, trying to make a point to the coaches? I, I, I just, I don't understand this team. And here's the other thing I, I wanted to ask. What is the identity of this team? What is this team? Who are these guys? Yeah, I think that's part of the problem. We don't know that. Yeah, I think that's part of the problem. I I think this is what the Bulls need to do. Because at the end of regulation, the Cleveland game, DeMar missed the shot to to win it. And I went to Facebook and said, we need to trade DeMar. A lot of people thought I was mad at him. DeMar's doing his thing. I'm, I'm not mad at him. I just think we're in... We're in a state of no return right now. It's like, yeah, we're in purgatory. Exactly. It's like trade him if you can move Vooch. And if you can move Zach, I'll try to do all those things. And I will force P-Will to be the guy on a terrible team. No one's going to take Zach's contract. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, that's that's the main issue. But I'm like, I would try to move those guys and and P will be the focal point and see what can happen. No, nah, you do not see what you're trying to do. You're just trying to tank. <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> I, I see that. You trying, you trying to get what's my man's what? name? Uh with a born whatever his name is. I see what you're doing. P will be the focal point. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that can't work. You said that with a straight face too. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I was more impressed Why with that. Not, man, we gonna lose. Oh man. Maybe he'll come out of his shell. I don't know. Well, dude, he put up twenty-two against the best team, and that they don't play no defense. Pretty. They didn't play. Yeah, they zero defense. They, they gonna they, they whole thing is we gonna outscore you. I, I, but still, look, dude. Actually, see, they beat the Nets last year too, though. You know, most, I think they beat them what three out of four times. They beat the the Nets beat we, them at one time. We the beat them two out, two out of three. We lost to them. Yeah. I was at the game when all three played. Right, they beat our ass. Right, but we weren't the same team then when they played. And that stuff. game was at no, 9 they weren't. PM. That was everybody was there. That the, game was at nine. For the Bulls. PM. Yes. yes, everybody but played that, that game. But ball that played. game, ball was yeah. That was before ball got hurt. But that game, no, Lonzo didn't play. That was in February. That was in February. Lonzo didn't play. Nope. Lonzo did not play. I was there. I was there. I know you were there, but uh, I remember. (laughs) Doesn't help his argument. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're killing me now, man. (laughs) But yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I agree with you that moves need to be made, but. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this Zach's time. not going. You're not going to move Zach. I would love to see. Yeah, DeRozan. 
Because you could probably get the most you can get for him right now. I I take that back. What you say? Because that was January 12th. Lonzo played that game. I thought it was Feb. I thought it was in February. Lonzo played that game. That was that was January 12th. Lonzo did play. Yeah, I remember. We lost lost 138 to 112. I remember. I thought it was in February because I know Lonzo didn't play in February at all. No, but he played the game they got blown out in Chicago. But that Everybody game was at because that, that was that, that was, was the whole nine, thing. It was like it was a right, it was, it was the a late nine p.m. game. It was the late ESPN game, right? And but you know what? Everybody was hyped about that game because everybody was there, and so it was going to be all the Bulls guys against Durant and Kyrie, and I think Harden was still there. Yeah, he played. Yeah, yeah. But you know what the problem was? That very night. Lonzo said my knee hurt. No, I'm joking. I don't know. <laughs> I think game. it might. It might. It might have been. Right. Well, yeah. It might. That might have been it. Uh, he played 32 minutes. He had nine, seven, and seven. It's not bad. It's not great. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I dude. I. I don't know. You'd have to be. You'd have to see a practice or practices to see. What is Billy telling these guys? What what's going on? Yeah, because it, it seemed like he's starting to handle P. Will a little more assertively, you know, with time. Like if you're mm-hmm. not playing, I'm kicking you out because you ain't helping nobody. And now P. Will's like, well, no, 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 I want to play. So he's been playing a little bit more aggressively, and mm-hmm. I think he's he's been decent to good for the last month. In my opinion, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, um, and same thing, the same thing with the sumo. The sumo responded. It's just somehow between his superstars, and it's 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 clearly something. And Zach on the court, Zach shows like he's pumped, but there are times where it looks like, phony. It looks phony and it looks passive aggressive at times. Like like you you, right, you don't you go ahead and take the shot like like you don't see him any like I don't understand how he is almost never involved with a game winning shot like and and that and that was something I noticed against Cleveland because he came off the screen and he was open open and they didn't throw it to him nope and I'm like see that's the issue like we got to stop thinking DeMar DeRozan is the end all be all no he's not like Zach should have got that ball. Even who's, Jordan. Who's fault is that? That's uh, coaching. It's got to be coaching. It's got to be coaching. And when I say coaching, I don't just mean the head coach. I'm talking about the assistant coaches too because they're an extension of, of the message. And they're with the players probably more directly and on a minute-by-minute minute basis, you know, when practicing as opposed to the head coach. Um, and then DeRozan. It's like, dude, like – Look, man, even Michael Jordan passed the freaking Steve mm-hmm. Kerr, passed the John Paxson, passed the freaking what's the center? The, Bill the radio Bill Winnington. I mean, yeah. they both put up together, put up 57 points on the Knicks. Now, now Jordan <laughs> yeah, had 55. <laughs> Jordan had 55. <laughs> but Winnington got the game winning basket, you know. So I'm just saying DeRozan's not Jordan. You gotta, there are times where it's like, dude, because you have been having the success, everyone's coming at you you should be able to kick it to somebody else. And that's how the team gets better because now it's not just that they'll be able to make that shot. Not saying I'm worried about Zach making a game winning shot, but you know, you kick it to, to uh, maybe do sumo or 
or maybe even Vooch, you know, hit that game winning shot, get that confidence up. You know, it doesn't that's, make sense to be fading off. Yeah. And that's the thing that with like Zach, Zach was making big shots before DeRozan came here. Mm-hmm. He was making big shots. Like, and now every big shot opportunity is going to DeMar DeRozan. And people wonder why the guy's talking about he want to leave. Like, I mean, let's be fair here. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, he's, he's got a point, but uh, he's like a he contract was, that's <laughs> saying, yeah, yeah, you ain't going and, nowhere. And that's why he should be involved more in those late game situations. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, dude, we're not saying that the rope, like, dude, if you, I'm sure Zach, I shouldn't say I'm sure, but I think he'd be less annoyed if it was 60 40 taking these game winning shots. You know what I'm saying? Like, because the Rosen, oh, okay, dude, I'll give it to you. You made some big shots. You seem to hit them. You got the confidence. You can get to your spot. I get it to you. But damn, dude. I'm like, I ain't chopped liver. I did win an Olympic gold medal. <laughs> you know, I can make shots. I feel like he's like uh, Alfredo from The Godfather. I, I'm smart. I, I, can, I, can, I can make shots. <laughs> Why do you treat my boy like Fredo, man? Yeah, because I, I legit watched that last possession of that game. I mm-hmm. thought they was about to throw it to him. I'm like, ooh, is that coming off that, yep. wide open? Then no. throw it to him, went right to DeRozan, contested shot. Because how Zach came off, he would have been in rhythm on the catch to yep. just turn and shoot. Yep. Then throw it to him. In his space where he usually makes his three-point shots, too. Yeah, that that – I get annoyed as I'm watching it now. I'm screaming at the side. Like, pass. When I see the road. I'm like, pass the ball, man. Pass. Oh, man. He ain't going to pass the ball. You know, <laughs> it's just come on, dude. Back like, to pass... back. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say he'll pass the ball when he's falling out of bounds. <laughs> you know, he's in some awkward position. But other than that, he ain't passing. Uh, back to back, actually, three and four. Uh, Philly on Friday night, Utah at the UC and then uh, out to Boston on Monday. Philly, no Embiid tomorrow night. So they might win that one. Uh, we definitely win it now. You think so? We got a chance. Yeah, with Embiid, we're not winning. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, if Embiid was playing, we cooked. We know how that goes. <laughs> that's 50-15 that's in, in, in like seven. <laughs> we know how that goes. I was about to say one and two until Gio said Embiid ain't playing. Okay, I made say two and one. And then I got I got Laurie dropping 45 on us on, on Saturday night. Won't happen. Uh, we'll beat Utah. We lose the Boston. He scored 49 tonight. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Against but, two. Okay, see. Houston. Uh, San Antonio. Houston. Houston. Okay, there you go. He had 28 on us last time we played him. But yeah. we whooped their ass. Right. But you know, you get inspired when you play your old team. I'm not yeah. I, I get that. He he's not about to. Okay, I'm just he definitely you know for forty points. Bet is gonna have my my uh my bet for the over on Larry marketing <laughs> points. <laughs> you better believe it, because <laughs> that's just what happens. They garbage when they hear, and then they leave, and they become all stars. <laughs> Come on, stars! I don't man, talking about the bullshit that got rid of man. He was well. They had to. They had to. He need. You know what? He needed a change of scenery. He yes. needs to be in a 
ex- in the environment he's in now where they yeah. had zero expectations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> zero. I, I agree. <laughs> zero. If, 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 it, if it's anything to learn from Laurie Mack marketing situation is that expectations matter. <laughs> when he they were expected to tank. Yeah. And now he's going crazy. Well, they still are. I mean, they they've fallen back to earth since. Oh yeah, uh, they did. But the I'm beginning just beginning of the season. But there's no expectations. Yeah, I'm looking at him right now on the uh, on the Espen highlight. Yeah, he he had a night. <laughs> Twenty three in the first half for for Larry. That's, that's been the NBA though as of late. Yeah, a lot of man. You had you had Mitchell scoring seventy one. Luca went for sixty. Embiid went for fifty something. Yeah, Clay went for fifty. Five of the other night. That's, yeah, yeah. Wow, man, this this didn't happen back in my day <laughs> when they played defense. Only only MJ scored that many points in my day. Hey, let's go to picks. And uh, I went on three. I think I have I have clawed and you went to three. You was three battled. and one. I was two I'm and in one. Last place. I've been in last place all season since uh, we now won. I am. I am now in second place, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I went two and one. I am now seventeen twenty two and three. And one. Uh, Smoke, you went zero and three this week. Ooh. You are now seventeen twenty three and two. The hell, the Patriots let Miami score. And Glenn, you took the Bengals uh, plus one, Ooh. so we're gonna take that game out. Um, <laughs> so you went zero and two last week. No, no, you, even my Bengals game, man. I can't get that to you. They were up seven three, right? Yeah, seven three. <laughs> <laughs> you went on to you are now twenty and twenty one. You are below five hundred. I think for the first time this season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been All rough. Right. It's been it's been, it's been rough since the, since the leaves started falling. So, smoke, you are bringing up the rear. You go first. I got three. That's right in order. I'm gonna go. Bills minus seven versus the Pets. I'm gonna go Bengals minus seven versus the Ravens. And I'm gonna go Texans plus two and a half versus Indy. You know what? Scratch that. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to jinx that. Nope. I'm gonna go Giants plus 14 versus the Eagles. So no Texans. Giants plus 14? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. They think the Giants is going to sit everybody, which is very Oh, likely. that's the, yeah, because they don't have nothing. They, they're yeah. already set. So why would they So why would they be plus 14? They need as much help as they can get, but they're, no, they're in. Gonna sit. They're, no, they're in. Gonna sit. Yeah, they're in the playoffs. So they're going to sit everybody. Yeah, no, I get it. Just 14th a lot of freaking points. That is. Yeah. And the Eagles need to win. If they lose, they but yeah, 14 is bananas though. Uh so me, I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take the Raiders plus the nine against uh Kansas City. I'm gonna take the Cleveland Browns plus two and a half. Talk about that. And they're playing going against uh, at Pittsburgh. Thomas t- well, that don't mean he'll have his first uh, under 500 saying they could still win 
and you win, but and uh, they, they need to win for him to not be under 500. Yeah, yeah. And the Vikings are playing for something. Are they? I think they're they're still playing for seeding. So I'm gonna take the Vikings minus the seven and a half against the beloved Bear. Thought about that too. Watch the Bears give it against the Lions last week. <laughs> Glenn, who you got? All right. Well, none of you jokers took a college team disrespecting my college. So I'm gonna go ahead and focus on a national championship game. And I'm gonna take TCU plus 12 and a half. Yeah, that's insane. They're getting 12 spread. and a half. Insane spread. They they didn't really, they just beat Michigan, who beat Ohio State, who only lost to Georgia by one. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. 12 and a half. I'm gonna take, and I'm so glad you took the Raiders because I'm taking KC <laughs> minus nine. Mm. They're playing for something too. Keep that, keep that first, that uh, number one spot. And the Jags are playing for something. And uh, it's a jo- playoff game. Yeah, and Joshua Dobbs is quarterback. Oh, that's right. That's for the for the AFC South. AFC mm-hmm. South. I'm taking the Jags minus six and a half at home. Jags is no way they're supposed to lose that one. But Carson Wentz isn't quarterback, and so I feel good about the Jags situation. But last year, that's what happened with the Colts. There's no way they're supposed to lose to the Jags. <laughs> they lost. Why did Why did Ron Rivera play Carson once last week? Clearly, he wants to have a draft pick and try and position himself to get a quarterback. Dude, I don't know. That, that, was, that, that was insane. That was the worst bit of co- coaching I've seen because I don't know if he just lost a locker room or not because the fight, as hard as they did, and you know most of those guys on that squad, they liked Taylor Heineke. You know what I'm saying Heineken had been playing. Oh, I mean, okay. Dude, Taylor got I think him back that came in. from upstairs. Yeah, but to, so? what, but to what degree? Who's upstairs? Nobody upstairs. Who's up, who's the person upstairs? Whoever the GM exactly. exactly. Ron Rivera has pretty much been a face of that organization because the owner because, has been throwing it, been trashing it. Yeah, well, because they know. Dude, and, and Ron no Rivera know he ain't getting fired. Who the hell want to work for Daniel Snyder? Well, you <laughs> can't get because they're trying to sell the team. They're not going to sign him yet anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nice. Who, who the hell? As long as Daniel Snyder on, ain't nobody trying to work for him. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ron Rivera, no. <laughs> well, on top of that, now they're going to start the, the quarterback from North Carolina who's a rookie, who's their fifth round. No, nah, they pick. said Heineke started. I thought Sam Howell start. No, nah, I, no, I think Heineke, I saw they said Heineke, Heineke started. Okay. Yeah. Like, which is dumb as hell. Why now you're going back to him when you're eliminated? Maybe Howell's stepping in for some some reps then or something. I, I thought I was listening might to NFL as, Network. Might as well start how? You might what as well. Starting Heineke for now. Right. You got no, nothing not to play for. Yeah. So we'll see what development happens there. But yeah, Washington is, is a shit show right now. It's weird. It's just weird. It's weird. Hey, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. We want to thank everyone for listening. We greatly appreciate it. You can catch our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. 
can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find a link to our podcast and the Father Good podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson. And the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs. Man, I almost forgot the name of the podcast. I'm on the podcast. It's not good. Yo, Glenn. Yep, yep. Please take us out. Hey, it's like we always say. We ain't saying we right. We just know we wouldn't have started Justin Field smoke. <laughs> Catch you next week. Happy New Year, everybody. Mm.